Amelia, and you're listening to Keep Life Stories, a podcast about the incredible stories hiding in everyday families like yours and mine. With Father's Day coming up, I thought it would be appropriate to go find stories in my own family with my own 65-year-old dad. And we have a really, really eye-opening conversation. When we grew up, there's no book. Basically, zero. The zero was reading books. So any book that we can get hold of is a such a big thing. Yep, that's right. There were no books when he was growing up. So we'll get to that in a minute, but how did I end up having this conversation with my dad in the first place? Well, a week ago, I asked him to do something kind of quirky with me. I emailed him and I said, hey, I have a question that I want to know about your life. As a father, what was most important to you to teach us as kids? I told him I wanted him to think about his answer to my question and then record it on audio for me. And then I told him I wanted to listen to his recording together with him for the first time. What you are about to hear is me on a call with my dad about to listen to his recorded answer to my question together for the very first time. So most of you started to read very early. And I read when I was a kid. I read quite a bit when I was a kid. And, you know, in my teenage years and, uh, and, you know, young age, I enjoyed reading significantly. And I read as much as I could. So I thought that reading is probably one of the most important aspects of a child or even an adult. It broadens up the horizon of your mind. It lets you really see lots of things in life and make you think and make you realize the beauty of life and the beauty of nature. Yeah, I really remember those trips to the library and we would always bring this suitcase. We we brought the like a, like a really big suitcase, you know. Sometimes it was a carry-on, and it was so loud when we pulled into the library because the floor had tiles, and so it would go click 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 click, you know, as you were rolling it across the tiles, and it was really loud in the quiet library. So you would attract all this attention. But we really would check out so many books each time that we needed it. You know, we check out 20 books, 30 books at a time. It's at this point in our call that the conversation really takes an unexpected turn. I'd always known that our family was big on reading. I mean, you can stand in any spot in our house and within view, there will be a pile of books somewhere on some tabletop or windowsill. But it had actually never occurred to me where that must have come from for my own dad. He grew up during the Chinese Cultural Revolution in the 1960s in China, and it was a time of extreme poverty, both for him and his family. I'd always heard stories about it from him growing up, but it was only now, after asking him this question, that I realized how my childhood had really been shaped by his own. The matter of fact is that during those days, my parents actually discouraged that. My father didn't even have a chance to talk about it. I think he was probably in his detention camp. But my mother always says that, oh, you don't do that. These are books are forbidden. And these are, you know, you will be in trouble. 
and she always think that the education was actually brought the unfortunateness to the family. So he, at least in those days, later she was changed her mind. But but in those days, she didn't encourage me at all. I I I just wanted myself. So at this point, I'm already learning some pretty incredible things. But my dad goes on. My best friend in childhood happened somehow has the access to a closed library. So there's a, a there's a teachers training college in China, uh, in our, in my hometown, have a library and all the books there were sealed. They say that these are the books not supposed to be read anymore, and they sealed it. And somehow he got the key and then get access into it. So we sneak into to that room, and then we found all kinds of book in that room. We stole the book, and uh, we use it. We read it ourselves, and we use it sometimes. We use it as a way to trade for other people's book. And then in the end, we always return the book to the closed door room. But that's how we、uh, try to get books. And lots of the books we have to finish overnight. And we got three people, you know, three kids of my same age wanted to read that book, and we only have one night. So we even at one time we even unbound the book so that. You take the first part. I take the second part. You take third part. You make into to assembly line, and you know I read it the first quarter of the books, and I go into the second one. Then you read the first quarter, and so we are concurrently reading the book by doing that. And at the end, we put the book back. We rebind the book, rebound the book, and then return it. It's how difficult. That's the situation. How difficult for us to read a book, but these are the books that. Was so mind blowing, you know. When you read it, your mind was just full with imagination and cheers and joys, and you know, especially in those days, the、uh, life in China was so miserable and so、uh, suffocating. You know, then when you read those books, you know, you kind of forgot the reality for one night, and that's that's the greatest joy that you could have in those days. So at this point, my dad starts to talk about what it's actually meant for him as a father to see me and my sister grow up reading、um, in a way that he couldn't when he was a kid. Because we basically did not have any chance to physically in touch with these things that I read in the book. You see what I'm saying? Here, at least you and Elisa, you know, we travel. We brought you to see other places. We went to Europe when you were very young. But that is absolutely out of question. When we grew up, without books, we were just basically so ignorant, so you know, ill-informed. So for us, reading is so important, so important in our growing up. When you read thousand books, you learn a lot. You know, learn a lot more than walking one thousand miles. Basically, you know, because each book can cover millions of miles. It's not only a very beneficial thing when you grow up as a kid. It's probably more important and more far-reaching when that become a habit of your life, because of the benefit is for you 
all through your life. And not very many people, especially today. Lots of people were so acquainted to these uh, online uh, information. And so picking up a book and read the book is no longer as uh, common as what it used to be, which is a shame. How does it make you feel that I asked you this question of, hey, dad, looking back on your time as a parent, what would you like us to learn from your experience? Like, even just the fact that I asked you for that advice and that I want to have that saved, like, how does that make you feel? I do feel that uh, just a, a simple fact of my kids wants to know more about family, know more about what we think, know more about our own life and all these are very, very important and very, very uh, encouraging to me, you know, that uh, that you got to an age where you are mature enough that you want to know more about your parents and more about their life and more about uh, our life and your life together. And for better or for worse, it's certainly very uh, rewarding to me to know that you want to know about this. Thanks so much for listening to Keep Life Stories. If you would love to have something like this for your own family, I actually do this for a living. I run a service called Keep Life Stories to help families record and capture memories of their loved ones on audio. You can learn more at keeplifestories.com. And if you're looking for a special gift, maybe for Father's Day, go to our website at keeplifestories.com. Say you heard about us on our podcast and we'll give you a discount. Really, it's an amazing way to reconnect with family and We promise you'll learn things you never knew about the people that you care about most, like I did with my dad. Thanks so much again for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.